Welcome to the Relax My Dog podcast. My name is Claire. My name's Leah. We are from Relax My Dog, and we talk about all things dog. <laughs> now this week we're going to be giving you a bit of an unusual one, but uh, one I think is quite interesting is how to keep the dog entertained indoors. Now, we're not saying that you should keep your dog indoors, really, because you don't want your dog to get exercise, but, you know, he's coming to that, we're in that season now where people, like, get colds and flu, and obviously there's also the, the other thing that's still around, which we won't name, because we don't want to get, you know, told off, but, um, <laughs> um, so there might be times where, you know, you can't leave the house, so the weather might be, like, you know, extremely, extremely, we, we've had storms and stuff up this way, you know, mm-hmm. you don't want out in the storm so actually this week Leah and I are going to be sharing with you some tips on how to keep your dog entertained whilst you're indoors um like I said you could you might be ill your dog might be a little bit ill you might get the weather might be horrible you might be we've had loads of um we've had loads of power cuts here in the village it's so annoying. yeah it's weird that you said that the past like two days my sort of wi-fi and electricity even here and I'm pretty central to be fair that's been sort of flickering going on and off which is annoying but um, yeah, it's just sort of coming to that, that time of year when it's getting a bit windier and things being knocked over and mm. all sorts of things like that are happening. A really annoying thing that happens, and this happens like most years. I, mean, I don't know why it keeps happening, but there's like um, a big, opposite my house is a big like uh, hedge, a huge hedge, it goes on forever. And it's right by the, um, the, the pylon where like all the internet and stuff comes through. And every oh. year when the, um, you know, the tractors do the trimming, they cut yeah. through, they cut through the the white the, the telephone and the Wi-Fi wires, and it's like yeah. you do it every year. Like every year, it goes off. It's like it should be. Yeah, just... you should learn from last year. It happens every year. I, mean, I think the uh, the utilities are quite 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 used to it, so they they come in and yeah, we are sort of within a couple of hours, it's back it's back up again. But it's just like why why do that if it happens every year? Just be more careful. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Um, so yeah, with all things like that, you know, it, it might be um, a good idea to have things in place so that you can um, keep your dog entertained whilst you're indoors. Um, the benefits of keeping your dog uh, busy, uh, dogs, bored, bored dogs get into trouble. Like a bored dog is not a uh, very well behaved dog, as you can probably imagine. Um, we tend to be their main source of entertainment. So um, if we don't give them stuff to do, they'll come up with activities on their own. And that's often when we end up with chewed up shoes and table legs. Um, so here are some simple ways to keep your dog busy indoors. The first thing you can try is a game of find the treats. Uh, nose work games are one of the easiest ways to tire out your dog. When you teach your dog some basic nose work games, you can, such as find the treats, you're mentally tiring them out and helping them hone in on some of their natural skills. Um, you don't need a big bag of store-bought dog treats either. Things like chopped up carrots um, can be really good. And I uh, think pumpkin, that kind of thing, is um, a really good and uh, healthy treat to have for your dog. Um, to play, all you have to do is grab some treats and have your dog watch in a stay position as you place them around the room. Give your dog the cue to find the treats and encourage your dog to pick them up. Remembering to praise them every time they find one. After you're confident that your dog understands what find the treats means, you can make a bit it a bit more challenging. Have them stay in another room as you hide the treats and start hiding them in spots they have to sniff out, such as under a rug. That sounds really fun. <laughs> yeah, we used to do this a lot with them. Um, 
with Marley when he was a puppy, when we had to leave him to go out or whatever, and we, what we didn't know what it was going to reaction was going to be. We used to hide mm. treats around the living room, um, not around the, around the kitchen, sorry. Um, mm. And then when we come back, it would be such a fun game because Marlo, we never really know if we'd play it or whatever. And then we used to come back and all the treats would be gone. It'd be like, oh, he had, he had oh. such a good time when we were, when we were, when we were out. Okay. So cute. Um, now, the next one is to play the shell game. Now, the shell game is a simple problem-solving game for dogs, which is always good to sort of get, rather than their physical, is always to get their mental brain sort of going as well. And now to play the shell game with your dog, let your dog watch as you place a treat under one of three cups. Um, you then shuffle the cups around and encourage them to find the treat. The shell game, it gives your dog plenty of mental stimulation and helps them work on problem-solving skills. Um, but it would be a good idea, obviously, to start this when they're a little bit younger because I feel like even now, if I was to try this game with Milo, he'd mm. probably be like, what, why are you trying to play this game with me? Um so yeah, it's probably a good idea to start it when they're young. But I guess I might try it with my the next one with him. I'll I'll try it yeah. and see if he can do it. To be fair, obviously dogs' noses are so strong that I think it'd be quite yeah. a good one to get their mental stimulation going. Um, but I think yeah. Marla would look at me like, "What? Why are you doing this right now?" Excuse <laughs> <You> me, <mean>, no. <laughs> <laughs> next is to teach your dog to clean up their toys. If your dog's toys are kept in a container, you could teach them to put their toys away. That's like with a toddler, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know it sounds weird to teach a dog to clean up after themselves, but it's actually a lot of fun. Teaching your dog new skills boosts their confidence, and it's a great way to give them more mental stimulation. Um, if your dog already already knows drop it. Have them pick up a toy and give them their drop command once they're standing over the container. Praise them like crazy, then rinse and repeat. Eventually, with consistency, you'll have dog that will be able to clean up after themselves. I think that's quite sweet, actually. It really is like having a toddler. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of dogs would be stroppy. They're like, I don't want to clean up these toys. Or I bet a lot of dogs would get distracted, you know, like if they're picking up a toy. And they're like, I want to play with this for a bit. Like, I bet it's quite hard to get them to, to do it the whole, if they've sort of got all the toys out of the basket yeah <laughs> now the next one is to use use a stuffed kong to keep your dog entertained again this is something we've done with marla before and our stuffed kongs are my favorite when it comes to relieving dog boredom because they're easy to prepare if you want to keep your dog busy for a while whilst um stuffing a kong with some of their favorite treats you can uh, freeze some peanut butter or broth inside or just put some treats in there use a stuffed kong it's a, using a stuffed kong, kong is a great way to keep your dog occupied while you're at work put your uh, stuffed kong in the freezer overnight and give it to your dog in the morning as you're leaving a stuffed kong can actually last 30 plus minutes with most dogs and um, mm -hmm. so much longer if you fill it completely because there'll, there'll definitely be little cracks and crevices in there that will take a while for your dog to get to so um it's a really really great way and obviously using a classic Kong um, is great because they're non-toxic, they're indestructible and they are also dishwasher safe as well. So, um, yeah, if you're looking for a great way to keep your dog entertained, a Kong is probably a really, really good, mm -hmm. good way. Or you could even, there's probably copies of them somewhere as well. So, um, yeah, there'll be loads of different ones available. Yeah, just so, we're not sponsored by Kong, but we're here at Relax the Dog, we're big fans. So, yeah. <laughs> they want to sponsor us, they can get in touch, you know. <laughs> Next is to play a game of tug of war. Now this is like a classic like dog game, isn't it? Tug of war. Mm -hmm. Most people do actually enjoy this game. Um, playing a game of tug of war is one of the best ways to engage in meaningful play with your with your dog. 
It's a great way to mentally and physically exercise your dog. And since it doesn't require to the room, you can play it indoors. And contrary to what people say, playing talk will not make your dog aggressive. And lesser than win will not make them dominant. Let's your dog win just makes the game more fun for your dog. And it will encourage them to play uh, to play more. Uh, dog own, dogs that play tug with their owners have often been found to be more obedient and have higher confidence. Uh, tug is a great way to exercise your dog as long as you have your dog follow a few basic rules, such as the game stops if your teeth touch my hands. So, yeah, you do need to sort of make sure it does get back, get out of hands. But if that's just with basic training, you can get your dog to, to understand the rules of that game. Yeah, definitely. I think tug of war, like you say, is like a, a classic that every dog loves to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the next one is to uh, teach your dog to help with chores which again is a pretty funny one to think about um now dogs obviously love having something um or something or having a job to do even if it's something as simple as fetching you your slippers you can make them feel even more useful by teaching them um the names of some items you wouldn't mind having retrieved if you want to impress all your friends teach your dog to fetch something from the fridge which is crazy Uh, when teaching your dog to open the fridge tie a towel around the handle so it's easy for them to pull open the door and if you're feeling like a superstar you can actually um teach your dog to help you out with your daily chores as well which again i think is a bit crazy and it it makes me laugh a little bit to think about a dog helping you out with um different things like that but i know with milo we've taught him like say it's someone's birthday or something like that. When we've got mm. the birthday cards, we'll hand him one of the birthday cards and say, go and give it to oh, whoever and he'll go over and take it to them. That's so sweet. I mean, he, is, he has got a little bit of the chore instinct, but I don't think I could ever get Milo to help me get something from the fridge or anything like that because I don't <laughs> think I'd ever actually get it. I think he would have ate it by the time it makes it to me. Yeah, no, that's a it's a real toll order that one. You have to like yeah. read really obedient dog for that but you know yeah. next is playing interactive games now to keep your dog busy on many days um, you can use things like interactive games such as tug uh, find treats puzzle games and fetch interactive games are an easy way to give a dog plenty of mental stimulation and they can help cut down on problem behaviors such as excessive chewing and barking um, if you're going to play fetch doors, use a lightweight ball though to avoid breaking all of the things. I mean, that just sort of makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. A game of tug of war is a lot of fun for dogs, and it's a great way to increase a dog's manners and impulse control. It's also a pretty good workout. So, a minute for minute is one of the more physically demanding games we uh, games that you can play. Uh, now the next one is to make your dog work for his food. Now we give our dogs a nice comfy life, obviously, like a warm bed, lots of attention and all their meals for free. But our dogs were bred to work alongside us and a lot of our dogs are missing out on some mentally stimulating activities. They're natural scavengers, so having to work for food isn't mean or unusual. It's, um, it's normal and mentally stimulating for them. One of the easiest ways to challenge your dog's mind is by making them work for their food. You can make your dog perform some tricks before he gets his dinner, or you can actually give them um, their food in a food dispensering toy, um, mm. which is quite cool. We usually just get Marla to give us like his paw, lie down, like a kiss, things like that, you know, just to, uh, to go through a few of his, his tricks that he can do. But I've never even thought to get him like a food dispensering toy. I think Marla might be, I was going to say too old, but. I think if there's food involved, I think you definitely want to get get in with that. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> uh, 
the next one is like, this is a very unusual one and one I think would be quite fun is to teach a dog the names of their toys and uh, apparently online I've not come across this dog particularly there's a dog called Chaser she's Border Collie and she knows over a thousand words it can pick out any given toy amongst 800 just wow. by its what kind of dog has 800 toys I know <laughs> wow um but you know, not all dogs can be achievers like Chaser, but you can teach your dogs names of their toys and make some fun games out of it. Start by playing with one specific toy and giving it a name while you do. Have some practice and praise, your dog will assign that verbal name with the chosen toy. Once your dog has learned that specific toy's name, you can test their skills by seeing if they can pick it out amongst their other toys. And that sounds really fun and sweet, actually. <laughs> that sounds really impressive. Mm. Um, I know that with with Milo, we've got he's got a toy right now which he is obsessed with. He's had it for a few months. It's like a giraffe and it's got a very long neck. So he it kind of looks a bit cruel when he's holding it, but he'll obviously hold it over its neck and then its head's like dangling and its body's dangling. But yeah, whenever we say where's giraffe, he can go and find it. But I don't know mm. whether that's just because that's his current favourite toy and and he knows when we say like where's or where's your toy or where's your giraffe. Mm. I think he just sort of recognises the tone a little bit, but um but yeah, sometimes we do think that he knows what what the giraffe means and that he goes to find that particular toy. But maybe I'm just being thinking he's much cleverer than he is. Oh yeah. <laughs> now your next one is to teach your dog to go find their toys. Now once your dog knows the names of some of their toys, teach them to go find it. Game. This is weird because this is similar to that's what I was just saying. Now, have your dog's toys in a pile or a container and tell them to go find their favourite toy. As your dog gets better at this game, you can make it more challenging by increasing the number of toys they can and they have to sift through. Keeping it fun for them by rewarding them handsomely with a treat or a quick game of tug when they succeed. This game will give your dog a great mental workout. Yeah, that's really good. (laughs) Okay, next is to work on some clicker training. Um... When it comes to dog training, it's always, you know, quite popular to use a clicker. It's a little box on the lever that makes a noise when you press down on it, and it's used to mark the exact moment your dog performs a desired behaviour. It's quite an easy way to make sure you let your dog know exactly when they've done the, when they've done the right thing, because dogs have got really good hearing, so anything that's, like, sound-based is actually, like, really yeah. cool to use. Um, if you don't have a clicker, you can um, you can get them in most pet shops. Uh, they're, not, they're not very expensive. They only cost a couple of quid. Uh, and can help make training easier by ensuring you capture the exact moment to praise them for doing a new trick or command. Um, so when training a dog, every second matters. It's so easy to miss the chance to communicate with our dogs the instant they do the behaviour you desire. When you use a clicker, you can mark the exact moment and your dog made the right choice. And quite often when you do that, you do the clicker and you give them the treat so that they come to associate that noise with treats. And it's like positive reinforcement, which is always like a really, really good way to... Um, to train a dog anyway yeah definitely I think clickers are a great way as well because they're so handy and it's such a simple thing for you to do to acknowledge that your dog's done something right um so it's all I've never used a clicker with Milo personally but I have seen Mm. that it can be quite positive with a lot of dogs yeah Uh, now the next one is to play the witch hand game now if you've been thinking about teaching your dog some scent work games this is a great game to get you started the only thing you'll need is some dog treats, and if you don't have any on hand, you can actually just use some chopped up uh, fruits and veggies or make your own homemade dog treats as well. Now, how to play the witch hand game. It's pretty simple. Uh, place your treat in one of your hands, close your fists and hold them in front 
it out in front of your dog. Let the dog choose uh, which hand it's in. When your dog sniffs or paws at the correct hand, open it up and give them the treat. If he uh, chooses incorrectly, don't discourage him. Only it might take a, a few tries for him to catch on. Um, a gentle touch command will be helpful. Now, a good tip is using like things like chopped up carrots make excellent treats for scent work games and training. They're low in calories, easy to prepare, and most dogs absolutely adore them. I was going to say Milo is definitely not the one that likes carrots, but um, <laughs> but any other sort of fruit and veg I think would be fine. Yeah, especially if it's something that you don't, you know, that your dog really likes, and it's got like a like a strong smell as well. Yeah. Um, next is you can play a game of hide and seek. Um, playing a game of hide and seek can be really fun. I mean, it's just fun anyway. Um, hide and seek might not seem like all complex or entertaining to us, but a lot of dogs get a real kick out of it. If your dog doesn't have um, a good stay command down, you can ask your friends to help by helping them distract the dog whilst you go and hide. Um, and yeah, then, then let them go and let, get them to come find you. There's loads of videos like, on the internet, loads of TikToks and stuff of people playing hide and seek with, like, with their pets. And I always think they're really quite cute. <laughs> yeah, we do a lot of the time with my um, my little sister and Milo. But Milo will come up when we're playing it. He'll come over to us when he's found her. And he, he sort of waits for me because I'll put my hand over his eyes. And then he just sits there and I'll put my hand over his eyes and then she goes and hides. And then as soon as I lift it up, he goes running and looking for her. But I don't... I don't know whether it's just my dog, but if say she goes into one room and she puts like cushions or pillows to cover her, he just mm. sort of runs past. He doesn't acknowledge that that's a weird thing for him, for him to see. It's very bizarre. I'd have to try and get a video of it because it's quite funny, yeah. but he just sort of runs past and he's like, he's literally next to her looking at me like, where is she? I'm like, you're meant to be playing this game, not me. You need to find her. That's so funny. <laughs> no. Uh, now, the next one is to get some puzzle toys for your dog. Now, another great way to keep your dog mentally stimulated is by giving them a puzzle to solve. There are a ton of dog puzzle toys available. Um, there are also, There's also a great DIY toys out there as well that you can make. There's some things like the um, muffin tin game. If you have a muffin tin and some tennis balls, you're ready to play. Um, if you want to give your dog something to chew on, you could also use things like the Kongs or... Um, you can get loads of different chew toys as well available on the market. Mm. Just be sure to opt for odour-free um, sort of toys if your dog is sensitive to smells. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a really good one. Yeah, so things like puzzle games, puzzle toys are so common like in pet shops and online and stuff. Like You can get so many different ones. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So those are some ways that you can keep your dog entertained indoors. Now, actually, there's loads more on this list. Um, obviously, we don't want to be here all day. So I think what Lee and I might do is actually this will be part one and we'll do part two in maybe a couple of weeks. Um, so keep your eyes uh, peeled for that. But um, yeah, so there's, there's some really great ideas there and some that um, that you and your dog would really, really enjoy doing if you're stuck indoors for, for whatever reason. Um as usual there is a blog that comes with this that will be linked in the show notes along with all our social media and our youtube channel so you can go check them out and uh, yeah thanks for joining us and leo and i will see you in our next episode bye bye <laughs>